Hi, welcome to another exciting episode of Jedi Fun Time. Today's episode, we're going to try to find out what happened to the woman that the Ewoks got the white dress from. Very good. Um, I am one of your hosts, Johnny. And this is Jimmy. And this is Samantha. Hi. And uh, we actually, um, yeah, that, that topic came up in our last podcast where we were talking to Dawn. Yes. And we all thought, wow, where did the Ewoks get a dress that matches her perfect? She was a Wookiee belly dancer. Who would have known, huh? Yeah, so we Dawn. We had one here in the Midwest. Yeah, yeah. The only... The only... Yeah, so, anyways, but the back to the Ewok thing. Uh, yeah, I wonder what did happen where they got that dress. Is there a, Mace, is there a Macy's on Endor? As many times as I've seen Return of the Jedi, <laughs> I've never thought of that. I might have thought about who was Leia's, you know, uh, hairdresser because she had her hair. <laughs> what was that she too? Had her hair Ewoks nice didn't really seem to have, like, <laughs> the dexterity to do that. It was all, like, interwoven with each other really nice, but I never thought about the dress. Well, they, but they had to do something to sew their little hoods and such. That and... dress was, like, she, like silk okay, and no, sheer. Okay, no, I'm talking about for the hair. Oh, the hair, The sure, hair sure. We could've, we, they could have gotten away with there, doing her hair. But... Maybe there was a hairdresser there in the Ewok forest trees of Endor. They kidnapped, like, an Imperial? The Imperial hairdresser got kidnapped by the Ewoks and working for them. And it was like an Edward Scissorhand type Imperial. He's got scissors for hands. Oh, wow. Hey, but, uh, the... make braiding really difficult. <laughs> <laughs> not killing the per... We're not killing the woman that had the dress. So maybe I'll ask Carrie Fisher that when I see her next week. <laughs> just, yeah. just a total like, stunner. <laughs> I bet this is a question you've never been asked. You ever wonder where the dress came from? And then she you know, that, in that imaginary thing you were in, you ever wonder where the dress came from? She, and she's either going to glitter bomb me or she's going to stick her dog at me. So that's going to be the answer to that one. Speaking of Carrie Fisher, do you yes. watch any of the celebration from uh, London? No, the live I streams? But that's why we are here because we are going to talk about We're going to talk about some, some Rebel news. Yes. I some big Rebel news very from the trailer. Excited. Hopefully you can shed some light on the, the new villain that's going to be in season three. Dun, 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 dun. Because he's part of the old expanded universe, which was once canon, then it wasn't, and now here we are again. It was canon originally when Lucas first commissioned the books. Okay. They started writing so many that I remember books that the storylines like contradicted each other. So I don't know how much was ever really considered canon anymore by Lucas in Star Wars, yeah. right? I mean, if it wasn't for that, you wouldn't have had the games. If it wasn't for that in the games, you wouldn't have had, you know, you know, the prequels, which for lack of, for as bad as some people think they are, they kept it alive and kept Star Wars in, you know, our minds mm -hmm. until recently when we had The Force Awakens, which may have been, like you'd said, a reboot of the, you know, A New Hope, but still was a quality movie. It was good. It was well done, you know. It really was a revival of the spirits. Yeah, which is what it needed. Been down for so long. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll, cut, we'll touch on that a little bit later because I don't want to start off with, with Rebel. No, but what, what, there was some way more exciting stuff that happened over the weekend. Like what? So you tell me. You're the one who saw the panel. I right? only saw I Mark Hamill in the Rebels panel. Uh, I want. I've been wanting to watch the panel where they talk about Ashoka and what okay. she had done. I, I think there's something in the works for her, like uh, either a spinoff or b books or something about stories for of between. Her time from Clone Wars mm -hmm. to her time on Rebels. Okay. Uh, it was hinted at in the Rebels panel, which had um, the actress that plays. Uh, well, it had the writer, cre the creator, producer, whatever his name is. Uh, Dave Filoni. Uh, yeah, Dave Filoni or um, or Indiana Jones. <laughs> so he's got the Indiana he Jones hat. hat. I'm like, how can I not pull that hat off? But everyone, I have a hat like that. I can't pull it off. Everyone else off. can. You gotta have the right swagger, I guess, and no, somehow he has just, it. You just—I think Dave literally wears it in anything and everything, any type of social situation or setting. You have to just start doing that. You just have to own the hat and just own that spirit that comes with the hat. That there, could be. There is rumors that go around with him with the hat when he doesn't have the hat on. He doesn't want to be bothered as far as talking about Star Wars. But when the hat's on, it's 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 game on. 
talk, the hat talk is off. But I did recently see a, a picture did surface on the internet of him wearing a Pitt, Pittsburgh Penguin hat, and I just I almost lost it. I was like, <gasps> oh my god! No, of all that teams, is big all news. teams, you have to wear that one. I know. Hey, at least it's an original. 16. I mean, he was a great guy when I met him. Had a picture taken. Oh. Well, he was. He was, but you know, because of the Penguins thing. But no, I mean, you know, he he seems like a great guy either way. I mean, he um, th- they hinted that Ashoka a fan, is yeah. not dead, mm-hmm. which kind of is. To me, was like, well, duh. Any of us that saw the last episode, you see her walking at the end. True. So apparently, she wasn't dead. He did. He did confirm that we will see her again. Now we don't know if it's going to be a flashback. Yeah, scene. yeah. He, she. I heard that it, he, she could be on merchandise. So <laughs> he, did, he, he jokingly, you know. No, I'm pretty sure she's not. That one, I'm pretty sure she's not. I'm dead. sure. Yes. Um, she'll be around. Speaking of merchandise, the. the this Celebration Europe store is pretty cool. I've gone back and forth to that website a few times. Is it? Have you seen there were some pretty fun t-shirts. Oh, they always have great t-shirts. <sighs> they were, uh, but usually, they get, movie, know, they get movies year, before they us. Up, they they get cool stuff before us. Yeah. But that's that's the benefit of going to Celebration. And you don't know it until you go to one. That's why I'm trying to get you to go to Orlando next week. There's next literally year. like a conversation bubble, and it's like a little cartoon. Leia and a little cartoon. She was like, Leia plus Chewie equals heart. It's adorable because when they were hugging in mm. Force Awakens. So. Is it too is it too soon for the uh, the Han Solo memes I've been posting once in a while? Not at all. Not at all. Okay, Not good. At all. That's, those are those are fantastic. I think we get a lot of hits on those. What was the the one the one where the, where uh, Lando takes off the Han Solo mask <laughs> and it's Lando and Chewie starts oh, crying? That's terrible. <laughs> uh, terrible. By terrible you mean awesome, right? Yeah. Uh, but uh, no, so I, I I saw the Rebels one and they talked with. Um, Sabine's voice actress. I can't think of her name. Tia uh, See, yeah, you're good with the names. Tia Like the actor, actor names and actress yeah. names. I, I'm not. I, I see him once or twice. She does a fantastic job. They they said how. Um, and the the other guy that was there was the one that does Darth Maul, and that'll he does be, the Emperor. That'll be Sam Whitner. And he and was also he, pushing to have. He's local homeboy. He's from, yeah. He's out of Glenview. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. He's he said he used to be in. He ran into the the actor that played Darth Maul at a theater in Skokie when the prequels opened. Mm-hmm. And he knew who he was, yeah. and no one else did. And they're like, who is, you know. Jimmy has a great photo with Sam, where his, like, one eye is half oh, open wow, because the drunk. flash caught him, and he had <laughs> yeah. been drinking. It was hilarious, It was at the final first bash, and, yeah, we had pretty, pretty drinks. A lot of drinks with John Wharton that night. And, we uh, did. We did, my buddy. Yeah. And I came over. I came <sighs> over. I had, to, I had to meet him. He, he we, was pretty bad. We've met some of the greatest. We've met some great people that have worked on these these movies and shows, and you know, I don't know if any of them listen to us regularly, but if you do, thanks, you know, for all your support and for coming out and joining us on the shows or Skyping in, you know. We love hearing the stories you guys all have of being on set and oh, yeah. you know, it's fun that there's another podcast called I Was There Too. Have you ever heard of this? No. So our show now is also being quote unquote syndicated in a sense to um to England. Or global. So what they're doing is they're well, they're taking our interview episodes. Okay. Because the other ones are kind of dated because you know the mm-hmm. you know our, our Force Awakens episodes a year old. They, they don't want to you know. Right. And, and we like to ramble. Love. So they're um the website's is uh, squabblebox dot yeah co dot uk I think it is. You okay. Google search squabblebox. They're on SoundCloud and Facebook. Mm-hmm. And um, he he loved he listened to a couple of the interview ones. He's like these are great. You guys are great at this. You know. I saw we, which I was I like that's we all tagged for the Anakin. Yeah. 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 So he um. They really loved it over there, and he said how um, I lost my train of thought. My train derailed. Oh, but he said how there's this other podcast. He loves that stuff, and there's this podcast goes. I was there too. I think it's called, mm-hmm. where they, they all, the, all their guests are people that were not any of the main actors, 
in movies and TV shows, but like the people we interview who did have pretty, some of them had pretty big roles. I mean, let's be fair. You know, Corey D. Williams is on screen with Luke Skywalker and, you know, so, so is Steven. And yeah, you know, and I kind of, you know, but those, those are the people that are on, they're on, they're the ones that are on set so much in a sense, more seeing what's going on when they're not acting Mm -hmm. that they are the ones that have really good stories too, you know? And that's what this, that podcast podcast focuses on, and that's what we kind of focus on, yeah. because, I, great guy. I mean, he was such a nice guy. He was fun. And the thing with Bill was those stories, things don't. It, I I don't. I'm glad we're, our, we're for me we're archiving this information because at some point those people aren't going to be around, but those stories will live on, and right. those stories are fantastic, because nowadays, the, uh, the Force Awakens was more like the originals where there was more camaraderie and stuff. Uh-huh. But, like, the prequels weren't like that. And a lot of movie making now, it's just very... You don't interact, you don't do it, you just go, you do it, and you leave, you know? And especially with CGI, everything's computer done, you know? So it was very cool that they... that we've, we've been able to talk to these people, and we really do appreciate that. Right. Our show really mostly touches base on behind-the-scenes... The stuff you don't see every day that you can't read, pick up an entertainment, you know, magazine, and uh, you know, read everything else. We like to get the stuff that you, you didn't know because every day there's stuff that I can find, even from the original trilogy, things that happened. Really, I didn't even know that. And I here I thought I know a lot about Star Wars. Mm-hmm. There's always little these little things, and it's nice to hear it from the people who were on the set and yeah. experienced it firsthand. Yeah, and remember those stories, and they don't get a chance to tell. You know, Mark Hamill, a thousand times, as opposed to these other guests that we got on the show, that they want to talk about it, but not a lot of people want to hear about it because, you know, oh, oh, you weren't on the billing uh, cast of the uh, movie? Well, yeah. We don't want to talk to you. But the other thing is, too, that they've worked on so many other, most of them have worked on other films, right. especially when you're talking about, like, a Mike Quinn, a Pam Rose, a Bill Hargraves, people that, you know, yes. have, yeah. well, Bill wasn't an actor, but still, you know, he yeah. built an iconic character mm-hmm. that to me, to this day, after him, after finding out that people thought that thing, thought IG-88 moved. Also, I, I did install Pokemon Go and it asked for a, oh, a name. Wow. And I, cause I've never really played Pokemon, so I figured, what the hell, let's see what it's about. You got sucked into it, didn't you? No, I didn't at all. I did like one. Okay. And then I didn't I do it. I was going to say, you crashed your car at the airport? <laughs> no. <laughs> but I thought about it because in Pokemon Go, I'm like, oh, I need a name. I'm like, well, you're hunting Pokemon. I'm going to use IG-88. It was taken already. <laughs> I was like, son of a bitch. Wow. So couldn't you use like an IG-88 and then like your zip code after it or some kind of weird number? Well, then it's not IG-88, is it? <laughs> if I put numbers put in, after the 88. Put in, people, your, put in your credit card number. <laughs> your last four Your last four your social. The people last four of your social and definitely your zip code. We're going to need that one in order to process <laughs> your Pokemon Go account. You apparently really think I have far better credit than Why I do. Why you just go with like an IG-88? I'm sorry, IG-87 plus one. I'm not creative. Come on. I'm not that creative. He's not. I mean, it was a moment. You have to register and go. I mean, I, the I excitement of Pokemon Go is pluses, go. It wasn't. There wasn't any excitement. <laughs> but um, noted. No. So yeah. So there's this other podcast, and we are on in the UK now for our um our interview episodes, which yeah, is cool. Awesome. And uh, we like your Brits. Yeah, and they apparently like us, so that's good. But the, the cool thing about those those interview episodes across the board is that when you ask them about other things that they've done. They'll always come back and say that Star Wars was by far their best experiences. You know, they have their best stories from there. Mike Quinn did get to prank David Bowie, though. That's a tough one to beat, even with Star Wars. I believe so, yeah. yeah. Hopefully they do it right. But see, I can see why some things get rebooted, just because... They'll make Jared Leto, and it'll be terrible. I know, I mean, I I can see why they reboot certain things, because there's things in, like... Like, I'm a firm believer that if you took, like, the movie Hackers... 
that movie at the time, no one knew enough about computers to really get any of what they talked uh, about. See, yeah. If you rebooted that now and put all the current technology in, uh, now that movie would be a lot bigger hit. Right. You know, because people understand a lot more of that stuff. Right. Because in that movie, that the, the types of attacks they do onto the systems are the same attacks they do now. It's the same things they've been doing. Wasn't that Black Hat movie with that with Thor? Wasn't that similar to Hackers? If we were to compare storylines, uh, I don't know. I didn't see it. Oh, okay. I, I didn't really see it, but um. But I see where you I see where you're going with it. And like, you know, Johnny Mnemonic's another one. I think if they yeah. did now, would be a much better right. received movie. So Labyrinth, I could see you know redoing it, but I, I'd love I'd love to see some actual real puppets still, like real puppets still, and to give it the right feel, you know. Yeah. But back to Celebration. Yes. Over there, good old, over the outside the pond, the UK, what went on over the weekends. So I watched first. The, it seemed like it was going to be a bust because that's what you came home saying going, the one day after you were coming, hearing about it. Coming before the show uh, and watching like, all the stuff that was going on over there over the weekend, I had some gripes and I really felt bad for, for the people going to the celebration in Europe because of the fact that it seemed that it was just thrown together and not really. Not really planned like it, like like not Anaheim well was, not as well organized like it was in Orlando, and it just it was almost a slap in the face to the to the to our UK friends and well European and, friends and in European, general, yeah, European world, and I felt bad. It's just I, I had tickets, I was gonna go. I, you know, do I it would have you know what? It, oh, well, I was and, gonna say London is a great town, yes. and they drink a lot in London, and I love it there. I've been there three times. If if we ever get famous enough, famous enough that we can go over there as business trips, <laughs> yeah. we can write off to something. Yeah. Yes, I will gladly go back. And how much alcohol can we write off? Well, if I'm the president of the company, we make enough as much as we want. I was going to fly to Ireland and take a ferry over to uh, London and then go back and visit uh, Scully Island. Really take a ferry to London? You'd have to. Well, I guess yeah, you, you could. could. That'd be a long trip. Wouldn't be too long. It's worth well, it for Ireland's here and London's here. For those of us, for those of you not watching, I'm holding fingers pretty far any, apart. Any, any airplane that goes to London, it's pretty costly. So I know. Trust me. I'm any airplane that goes anywhere in Europe, Europe, any any airplane that goes anywhere across the ocean is kind of costly. Is cheaper to fly it to Ireland. And yes, it, and is. Then it is. It is. Travel to London. But then it is what if you add those costs to your to flights? It ends up being less. Okay. Into it, Either me. way, but still, it, it's a cool place to be and. Uh, Mark Hamill's panel, they said, hit four thousand people. Well, so, so I mean, I think it, I think there. it did, well, I think it did. Be- I, I, I honestly don't know. I, I don't know how it turned out because all I was able to see were the panels. It mm-hmm. seemed like there was a good amount of people. It didn't seem like people were disappointed. I mean, well, no, there's always there's, there's always stuff for. I guess what do you what different what, people? But for where people do you look like at? me, I'm the. I liked the panels with the actors. I go for the autographs, and the list this year was really, it was very minimal. It should have been more for London. It should have been. A, do you think a maybe? The, maybe do you think maybe a lot of those people were just of, busy filming other stuff? A lot of the stuff? actors, no. A lot of the actors uh, are live over there. Let's just say, of all the actors that people were able to meet and greets at, at the celebration hall, they were all the original trilogy trilogy actors and stuff. There was nobody from Rogue One. Nobody from Force Awakens there, and that to me that's that's. Are they huge, filming Force Awakens too, or the, are they filming they episode fin- eight now? They finished wrapping up episode eight. Are the, any? Yeah, but are those actors available right now? And they showed up. Yes, at first before like oh they saying, did show up before we started this podcast. It was, I thought it was going to be a big disappointment, but yes, finally after seeing the weekend, they kind of redeemed themselves because of the fact oh, that they were able okay. to launch Rogue One. 
And okay, I didn't know where you were going with that because I was kind of confused because I didn't know any of who showed up or anything. No. I just watched, you know, yeah, what you I watched. Just, you saw just and I want to go back this panels. week and watch more of it. So they did have a panel for Rogue One. They did, okay. So and the cast was there. Oh, okay. Well, so that's good. They showed up. So and, and obviously that and releasing the trailer, um, which would be the second trailer. We already we, everyone saw the first trailer, which was, so was which was excellent. The second teaser yeah. trailer was only released just to the people that were there. Now right. I think that's a fantastic idea because it's a setup for people. Well, they did that. They did that in San Diego, didn't they? Leaks, that, the moment we saw the trailer in Anaheim, it was already on YouTube yeah. minutes later. So I haven't seen. I've been looking for it all weekend. It might have been up momentarily, and then they took it down. But I haven't seen the second trailer to Rogue mm-hmm. One yet. I did see some kind of like real to real kind of like uh, behind the scenes behind the scenes footage stuff with the I think Gareth Edwards I, some Gareth that's the, the director for this movie, um, like his outtakes. Some and stuff Gareth, like that. Yeah. but that was even that was on the. Um, that was on the panel. They. No. That no, was, you were talking about the, the special that was on Friday. It, but that was that was contained. Some of that was contained in the special as well. There was a special on ABC Friday nights mm-hmm. that basically was behind the scenes for Force Awakens, and then they showed and they footage had some, okay. for Rogue One. Some afterwards. Rogue One yeah. behind the scenes footage. So I'm imagining that they had to get that from somewhere. That right. it was that was had, part of what they, they saw. They've kept Rogue One pretty well under wraps. Well, they did. To be honest, I, I mean, they kept the Force Awakens pretty well under wraps. Rogue One, I think, is even more under wraps than that. They kept Forrest There's Whitaker's crazy eye under control, too. It's amazing <laughs> what you can do with Disney there, Magic. There's, there's someone that won't be on our show now. <laughs> That'd be great. He's another actor. That, he's done so much stuff. He's amazing. He'd be great I, to talk just, to. He's a, From he's, weird movies like, uh, what's the one with the the guy that's a chick? What was that? Guy's a chick. Yeah, The Crying Game. You ever see oh, that? Oh, my God. Oh, what a bizarre movie. Or The Chick's a Guy. I'm sorry. He's Everyone's like, oh, The Crying Game's a great flick. It oh, came out like 20 years ago. He is a great actor. Oh, it was on one day. We put it on. I'm like, this movie sucks. Exactly but he was good in it. He was very good. <laughs> but um, no, uh, I think, uh, well, he's not in it that long either, though. But he, but he was good when he was in it a little bit. What I was getting at, that when I was at Anaheim, I wish, because of the fact that we made the trip over there, we paid the tickets, we waited frigging hours in line at Mercurial Hall just to get in to see the trailer. That it should be exclusive to us, and then release it. Uh, but who released it though? Uh, some was it Lucas or was this guy from a cell phone? No, exactly. They were cell okay, phones. Well, it's hard to stop that. Only this time, when I was watching the 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 Rebels panel. Uh, oh, uh, what's his name? Um, kind of played Willow. What's his name? I just had it. Oh, you're talking about uh, wow, David. Um, Warwick Davis. Warwick Davis was hosting it. And he was giving all kinds of shit to uh, Dave. Um, what's his name? D- yeah, Indiana Jones. He was giving all kinds of shit to him about not being on Rebels, because I believe he was on. Um, he might have been on the uh, the other show, um, Clone Wars. But he was giving him crap about not. Yeah, no, never. Well, he was giving him crap about never being on a show. And then Dave was telling the story about how he sees he Anthony Daniels, and Anthony Daniels walked over to him to hug him. He was arms open. He goes, "Thanks for never." Or he goes, "Never had me on your show again, did you?" And he walked away or something. <laughs> You know I know why, right? Because he did that horrible Ewok spinoff TV show. That's why. Yeah, that's why. That's why he can't do voice work for Rebels. Um, but they, um, no, the Rebels panel was good. They talked about how they've evolved the characters. Uh, you're going to see more, Dar- a little more Darth Maul, which the actor that does Darth Maul was there, so he was happy about Surprise. that. And he wants I'm surprised to surprised s- to see a, a, a prequel trilogy uh, character in. I think if they, I think, I think if they trilogy? could do it in a good way, 
where it flows properly. But see, so you could do you it, could do a prequel, tr- but you could do a prequel trilogy character into something now because the prequels are considered canon still. Right. But but one of the other big announcements, one of the other big announcements for Rebels was another character that was not from the prequels, that is a fan favorite character even though he's a bad guy. So they talk about they talk about uh, there's more with uh, Ezra and and, and Maul. Um, Ezra's got a different look. We're, we're curious to see how much time went by because he obviously yeah, grown up. Ezra's definitely. It, it's, it, it, no, it's not even. I don't think it's even a few years. It's gotta be. He looks like a teenager now. They 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 basically cut his hair. That's how it looks. He looks he's a little he's taller. taller. He's I think taller. they made him a little taller, but it, I don't think it's now, a couple. I don't think it's a couple years because um, Kanan is still. Uh, he's blind still. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, he's a Jedi. You never know. That's true. He could grow. I know a girl that was blind for three days after hitting her head, and she got her sight back. So who knows. Uh, he's just got multiple sclerosis. What's her name? Um, Sabine has a slightly new look. Yeah. Well, she's got her armor's a little new, a little bit yeah. new. They all have a slightly her new. Her hair is a little. Yeah, the too. the hair is. I guess the actress was saying that they asked her in season one what she would want the hair to be like, and she told them, and she said, and they went the complete opposite. But mm-hmm. now the hair right. she has now is exactly what she wanted. wanted. It's okay. like a purplish with white highlights, kind of. It okay. looks really cool. Um, it's not even highlights. Zed, it's like a reverse. Yeah. Ombre. It's like very light and then it, it fades. fades to dark. Uh Zed has a new look. They've they've taken some of the armor off him to make him look like he's more fluid, like motion wise. He can move easier. He doesn't look so stock like yeah. so bulky. Yeah, he stock looks he bulky. has more shape to him now where okay. he looks, you know. And um what, what what's the pilot's name? Uh Sarah. Sarah. Yeah. They changed her look a little bit. Now she has a rank on her because she's part of the Rebel Alliance more yeah. so, I think. So she has a rank on her, and they changed her look a little bit. Some kind of lieutenant, maybe. Yeah. So they 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 showed some of that, which was cool that they showed it. They showed a uh, uh, big news for Sabine. Something the actresses wanted from season one. She gets a jetpack. Oh yeah. Because Mandalorians have jetpacks, right. and she goes, that. "How come we don't have one?" Right. So she gets her jetpack, and uh, we don't know how yet, but obviously she right. comes. She comes. In they meet other with another, Mandalorians. Another Mandalorian. They also meet other Mandalorians that are all white and one that's all red that work for the Imperials. Right. Very similar to what John Morton you was see talking that in about. The was it Morton that was telling us? No, Al, not Al Morton. Harris. Al Harris mm-hmm. was talking to us about the Imperial Commandos. The Imperial Commandos, which is what these look like. Correct. And there's a scene where they're cha- getting chased by them, and Sabine's holding a black sword. No, that was not in this scene. She's flying away from them, and Chopper's with them, and Chopper and her are flying, and she's holding on to Ezra, and Ezra's deflecting the, the laser blast. It was a cool scene. They're flying through, like, a canyon, and I know many people don't like Chopper. I think Chopper's awesome, so I'm glad to see Chopper back. <laughs> he's such a little smartass. That's what's so awesome about him. He's like, he's basically, basically it's like, go do, it's like, go do this, he's like, go do this, and he's like, screw you. It's like, there's that meme there where they're like, the most vulgar character ever was R2-D2, everything's bleeped. The yeah. funny thing is, if you could unbleep what, what Chopper says, he worse. probably would be the most vulgar yeah, character. Yeah, would be worse by far. he's a total, yeah. So... He's um he's that coworker that you want to be the one that always tells the boss to fuck off. Like. <laughs> yeah, and gets away with it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's disgruntled. It's like, hey, why don't you go do this? Hey, why don't you go fuck yourself? And he gets does a job. It's like what, there was the, the episode where he was looking for was it an arm or a leg? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He, and he, it was like Chopper's looking for his damn leg. You know, like they just left it. Like he stole it anyways. <laughs> yeah. Well, just see how he smarts off to Imperials and then like uh-huh. like zap, right there is a zap a stormtrooper. Yeah. <laughs> he just doesn't care. So he's, he's, you know, there was a cool scene there. Um, 
But then they did reveal, yeah, there was a picture of Sabine holding the, the dark saber. Dark saber? Black saber, whatever was the name of it. I, I don't know the term. I thought for it was it, dark saber, I'm not sure. Yeah, we, it was it was shown once before in the um, Clone Wars. Yeah. That uh, one of the Mandalorian guys, I think his name was Prey, Prey Visla, had one, and he was, uh, I think he battled Obi Wan. They were showing so a it, scene where it could deflect she was uh, sabers, basically. The Mandalorians that were ta- they were talking to that worked for the Imperials. I, it was either them or there might have been another scene with another one, but at some point one of them calls her cousin. So I don't know if there's family there. Mm-hmm. Her uh, her new armor, her new Mandalorian armor, has Rebel Alliance mm-hmm. emblems on the chest plate, okay. which is cool. And then I think about it in a really bad spot, but still it looks cool. It's hey. armor, so whatever. It works. And uh, yeah, but she has a jetpack. She's that's excited. They're yeah. excited about that. But the big news is that they um, they're still having trouble getting the Imperials. Still have trouble shutting them down, catching them. So they bring in. A you saw them bringing their fleet together. They see the introduction to the Y wings. Yeah, got yeah. Old, the old they steal them. Yeah, they're they supposed, yeah. It looks like they steal the Y wings. I think with help from the uh, the pirate named Tondo. Oh, Tondo. two two big parts of the news. At one point, they meet a tie tie fighter pilot named Wedge. Right. Who so Wedge Antilles. Who would have guessed? In the EU, at one point, I believe Solo was too. He was supposed to be. He was going to be a pilot. Okay. I believe, and he saw. Um, he either saw Chewbacca getting mistreated, and I don't remember if it was while he was still with the Imperials, he he did something that got himself thrown out or whatever. But I, I believe in one of the books he was an Imperial no. at some point. <laughs> yeah. Okay. But Wedge, he goes, uh, TIE fighter, uh, Imperial TIE fighter pilot Wedge Antilles at your service or something. And right. that got some cheers yep. with the big reveal coming out of a nice dark image. Coming out of nowhere. A very, no one expected out, out of nowhere, they bring in a new commander. I don't think he's an admiral yet. I don't remember if he was an admiral oh. yet or not. I, th- I thought his rank was I, one lower whatever, at this point. Whatever that woman, the the woman who referred, um, I can't think of his name. It's driving me crazy. Um, well, let me reveal the character. No, no, no. Basically, before you do that, before you do that, we got before before that, we got I, I don't, we got build this thing up, right? So before, because this is this business, character this is, comes this is, about. So this he character gets called can, upon by this woman. I guess she's some kind of a sergeant. That's. Um, He's supposed to Grand catch the Moff, rebels. Grand, Grand Moff Tarkin, right? Which he's he, he's not Grand Moff, obviously yet. Right. So, and that's why I don't believe he, he this called, guy's an admiral. He called on to her, and then that's who she referred. Right. They needed the, a new commander to come and take out right. these rebels. But I'm pretty. What I'm getting at is, I'm pretty sure she identified him as. I don't know I, if he was admiral yet or not. Yeah. Because when he's an admiral, that takes place after Return of the Jedi. That his trilogy comes after Return of the Jedi okay. in the EU. The character we're talking about, of course, is no, pale, is blue skinned, mm-hmm. and most of you know him as Admiral Thrawn, mm-hmm. who got a nice reveal. And uh, yeah, that it's inter- it's going to be interesting to see because in the Thrawn Did trilogy, he is else. the bi- he is basically who they rally around to re- start rebuilding the Imperials, the mm-hmm. Imperial forces. Mm-hmm. So it'll be nice. That's why I don't know if he's an admiral yet. To be honest, I I don't remember what they said, and I just watched it yesterday. I wish I did. I thought he was one rank below, but either way, he's brought in to catch our rebel friends, who are are, are at some point going to have Wedge Antilles with them. It's interesting. Because I think there's a line in it where they say there's somebody that wants to defect from the Imperials, and then they each. Mm -hmm. So I believe that's, you know. It's it's interesting that they're introducing him, because we always thought, growing up, watching A New Hope, that Tarkin was at the helm. And that he was crushing the rebellion, and that's why he had all that arrogance yeah. in the Death Star, and figured that he had this fleet, this fleet defeated, and he basically won this won this war, 
Well, Tarkin was so be, confident because of being people like Thrawn. Well, yes, but we didn't know. It seems like now Tarkin is going to get in the back seat to this. Well, yeah. I, but Tarkin's the guy at the top, and in any war, the guy at the top has the pe- has to have the good people below him, otherwise they don't do anything. Right. So, so if you don't have good generals and good admirals and good commanders... We'll find out, obviously, during say, the season. We'll know yeah. who's ranking where. We'll see how right it now. plays out, but I, I can see what you're, what you're saying just from... The if, anything, if anything, I could see... Well, we'll have to see if he catches them. If he catches our rebel friends. We also will have to see if Ashoka comes back this season. Allegedly, it seems like she will. Right. Which will be nice because uh, she was always a great character. For a character that started off so unliked initially mm. because so many people thought she was whiny and whatever. Kind of like Anakin. I, I will be the first she, to agree with that. She was another, like uh, did, like I, Dawn said in the last one, how Anakin beca- was, uh, or how Luke Skywalker went from this whiny character to this, you know, mature adult. Ashoka hill. very much did the same thing. By the end of the Clone Wars, she was, you know, by the time she left, I couldn't stand her in Rebels. So, but we as it was a, I, I feel like the character was developed differently in Rebels. Like, like she, she already was established. Well, we meet her as, as an established friend, right? And as as you went through those episodes, it was just better anyway. Than and it I, was. yeah, I don't know what her her fate is. It, it, she's gonna come back in season three as a. Um, as a uh, flashback scene, or she's still going to be alive and she needs to get out of get out of the, uh, the Sith Temple. So, or is she going to be one of the catalysts that helps or the Rebel Alliance? Or she could be a Force Ghost. She, well, well, they talk about that, and he says, um, since she never really completed Jedi training, That's that she, she might not game. know how to control well, her she, Force to do that. Yes, because it, it, that's got to be controlled. You have to know how to do that to come back as a Force Ghost. That's true. Which is. Odd that are there any bad force ghosts? A Sith force ghost then? I, there has to be. I does hear. does 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 Darth Vader count as a Sith force ghost? Sith for that 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 Sith force ghost, or does he count as just a force ghost? There's got to be. It, it, it can't be just subject to one. <laughs> no, it's got to be right. They just yeah. have to. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if uh, the Emperor. If Sno- force I wouldn't ghost be with Snoke. Yeah, I was gonna say I wouldn't yeah. doubt if Snoke was the force ghost of the Emperor. And the Emperor might be inside that back tank that we see in uh, Rogue One. Ooh. Uh, probably not because well, Emperor Royal Guards mm. are in that scene. I can't see that being Vader in there. No, but I was gonna say, well, no, well, it could be Vader in there. It could be before he's Vader. Before he was Vader. Well, they that, show that, that in the pre- hap- they show that, that in the prequels. In, that happened in Episode Three. Yeah, <laughs> but no one no one wants to remember those. <laughs> Uh, no, he can't be Vader because they said not they, gonna be able to effectively erase that from your brains, people. <laughs> no, but they um, no, but it, it's most likely it's not Vader because Vader, at the time Rogue One takes place, which is supposed to be immediately before mm-hmm. the attack on Leia's ship, yes. um, he was already Vader. He'd been around for a couple right. of years at that point already. So unless he's in that thing for like a regeneration type uh, chamber, no, it, when it really... he's not in his uh, when he doesn't have his uh, mask and his. Uh... Breathing suit on? You know? Maybe. I mean, I don't know. We'll have to see. We'll have to find out. But they did talk about how Ashoka does not, might, or he said in his opinion, she does not have the ability to do that yet. Mm-hmm. So he kind of ruled that out. I, I think because of the fact that, to me, Ashoka is like what I think a Jedi should be. Like in the, in the storyline, the Jedis are all evil. high and mighty. No, Ashoka's not evil. They're all high and mighty, but That's they like shun, they shun their, um, <laughs> It is a point of view. It is. You're right. It, it really is a different point of view. But they like they're not supposed to be emotional. They're not supposed to be whatever. Mm-hmm. And the Sith are the complete opposite. I always made the argument: Why can't there be like a middle? 
right? Just because you use like force push and force pull on somebody doesn't mean you're going to like take over the galaxy because you're evil. But some of those are considered I, evil, are considered Sith. I believe there was a middle. And, the, and I think and Ashoka they, is one of those middle. And, they showed, and I think Kanan is one of those middle. They showed Canon. Canon. Two canon. people. Sorry, Canon. Canon. No, no, no. Canon, I'm saying. Not. not. Oh. I'm saying, but I think he's one of those middle of the road. I mean, he's more je- leans more yes. towards Jedi. The other two people he's I'm definitely... talking about that were in the middle was basically was um, Qui Gon and yeah. uh, Count Dooku. They were both middle Jedi's. That they, uh, I would also they, th- I would also hazard to say they could have um, went either way. What, they, uh, they didn't like. We what about Sam Japs? What about Sam Jackson's character? He was strictly Jedi. Was he because he actually had a relationship? Most Jedi don't have relationships because that it's an emotional never, thing. That was never. That was never portrayed. That was never. Well, you know, if that goes back there, to it was mentioned in other it books. Was and in stuff. A, unless it was in Attacks of Clone books and it didn't make it to the movie, I don't know. But, but I don't know. I mean, we but are I, all but I think believe that Jedi's cannot have relationships. I I think Ashoka is that one that walks the line. On it. You were correct. You nailed it and right I on think, the head when you said Ashoka. She did not finish her Jedi uh, trial. No, but she didn't. She's not evil either. Right. So I think if anything, she could be a, that character that you know. That we that we need, or that they need to maybe help bring the alliance or the rebel alliance together. And we might be seeing that with uh, Ezra now because he's learning now Sith powers through uh, Darth Maul, oh, and sorry. he's he wants to defeat his he's gung ho on the defeat the defeat the Sith. You must learn the ways of the Sith. Yeah, Ezra, he's, Ezra's he's character can really go so many he's different ways. So Ooh. much power right now. It's it's very interesting to see where he's going to go. Maybe Ezra Snoke. I've been saying that all along. Yeah. I mean, that would be a that be a very the time, very the timeline. You can there. In, you know you can introduce him as a live action character in Rogue One, mm-hmm. and then the timeline would match up because by the time he's yes. Snoke, he's an older yes. Mm-hmm. So Rebels yeah. takes place a few years prior to Rogue One, it seems roughly, mm-hmm. because that li- the Rebel Alliance is still in its infancy. They don't have the X the Y wings yet. Um, and, and, and even in the comics, like the Poe Dameron comic. They they're trying to get these Imperials to shoot first because they're trying not to have an all-out war, but they need to lure them away. And this A-wing buzzes by a, a bunch of Tie Fighters and they don't do anything. Yeah. And they know that these guys are n- are not Imperials. They know that they're with the other side. Mm-hmm. But there's this uneasy like, okay, no one who if somebody shoots first, then do it. So that's all the same time period as this. Yeah. It's you know, I wonder if oh no, Podemaron's comic. I'm sorry, I totally screwed that up. That takes place between a force. That's that's the prequel to Force Awakens, mm-hmm. which confuses me because, like you always say, a New Hope and a Force Awakens are or the Force Awakens are very similar. Yeah. That's where it threw me. Okay. But yeah, no, I, but yeah, I wasn't sure because I didn't know there's something that might have been. You know how comics they can jump along. No, 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 no. Red Con, that whole part of me talking about that because it makes it's not what no. Uh, but the the Rebels panel was pretty good, and um, then I watched the Mark Mark uh, Hamill panel. How was that? It was fun. I, he's he's much different than I thought he would be. I seen I've never before. seen him before, yeah. and I remember him years back. We saw him in Anaheim. He was really yes. funny. Yeah, he was really funny. He From he what we could see. he talks about how um he goes, you all paid for you paid to come here, you paid to fly here, you paid for your tickets, and I don't remember his exact words, but it was basically, but you all know that I'm contractually held not to tell you anything. <laughs> He's like, well, I could tell you about this. He goes, he tells him about something. He talks about, um, he talks about uh, 
Carrie Fisher a little bit, like real briefly. Mm-hmm. How, oh, we always love, we always love our Carrie Fisher. You know, even Does when she she's out? sometimes she'll come. No, out. no, no. And then he goes, "You want? Oh, you want? I'm sure you want to hear about Harrison." He goes, "I think Harrison was the best of the Beatles. He was the quiet <laughs> one. Many, many know yeah, that." He, he's definitely. Then he goes, "Oh, wait, not that Harrison. You're talking about our ninth president, Henry Har- Harrison, or whatever." Mm-hmm. And um, you know, he answered some questions, and so this one guy gets up there near the end of the, of the thing, and he um, there's a little bit of banter between him, and he goes, "What's Ray's last name?" Mm-hmm. And uh, Mark Hamill pauses for a second, and he's like. Ah, it was. I don't know. I see what you're trying to do there, mm-hmm. but I'm like, well, that guy was pretty good. He, you know, Mark Hamill's like, that's like he goes. I have to be careful because that's the kind of things that yeah. once in a while I'll slip and say something. Get sued. Yes. Well, he hasn't gotten sued, but like when he said, uh, "You're never gonna make everybody happy, no matter what you do with the movie." When the Force Awakens was coming out, he goes, and then the headline said, "Mark Hamill says movie to bomb" or something like that. Yeah. He's like, I didn't say that. They call, they're calling me. He's like, what I said was this. Luckily, now with the internet and you know cameras, they could verify that he didn't say that. That right. happens with a lot of panels. At the oh, Rebel, all, all the time. At the Rebel, Rebels panel in Anaheim, they tried to do. They tried to get some some information out of Dave. Mm-hmm. And he told a little girl. They uh, well, yeah, they they used the the bait. They had like a little tiny girl. She couldn't have, she couldn't have been more than four or five years old. Ask a question. And he pulled her up on stage and whispered whatever it was to her, and she ran off all giddy. And everyone's like, "Hey!" You know, like. But he—he like, he really. Like, I told her. He almost said it to everybody, yeah. but then he—he he, he told he whispered it to her. Yeah, I forget I, what the question was. But I mean, Mark it Hamill was something t- that they were keeping yeah. hush. Mark Hamill does talk about how, um, you know, the reason they don't let them talk about it is because they don't want you to be surprised on the internet. They want you to be surprised when you see the movie, mm-hmm. you know, which is understandable. And hey, we all want to know things, but ultimately we want to watch it and see, you know. Right. But yeah, he talks about uh, he talks about he talked about the Batman killing joke, and he did a joke. He did a couple lines. He did like a little monologue in the Joker's voice. He goes, "Now keep in mind, I'm not warmed up. I haven't been driving." <laughs> and, uh, you know, because I guess when he drives to do the voiceovers, it's like an hour drive for him. So he'll sing in the car and stuff to warm his vocal cords up okay. and rehearses. And, uh, yeah, it was it was fun. I was I was happy with it. Good. Uh, he, he told the story about, about how. Long. Yeah, it was. He had an hour. He told the story about how um, he did all his exercising and all his work. And I told this on the last podcast, but yes. if you didn't hear the last one or whatever, for right. whatever reason. He does all this exercising. He's doing all this working out and. He's reading. He's reading ahead, and um, he says the secrecy like does does stink to a point because you'll see like, oh, I'm working with number twenty two. I love twenty two. That's they're twice as good as eleven <laughs> because they don't they don't put the names of who the casting call is, you know. So, you yeah. no so it's yeah. completely you know, and uh, they, he's like, I need a script to read. I can't do it this way. So he's reading the script, and he's like, oh, may, maybe this is my big reveal when the when the lightsaber gets thrown out of Finn's hand. And it's slight, and it gets taken out of the snow. It's me, right? And then he reads and goes, "It's not me." <laughs> Where am I? Because well, he's like, "How great would that reveal have been?" I'm like, "Wow, oh, that that yeah. yeah, like uncle against nephew right then and there." And I, it would have been great. Oh, yeah. I mean, Ray's Ray's reveal that way was wasn't bad either. I mean, but he um he tells about how he did all the working out and stuff, and then his scene was take off your hood and turn and look at the camera. <laughs> so he was there for all this time, but he looked good. He looked like he would lost more weight. He, you know, trimmed down. I didn't say this when we were talking about it in the last one, but my favorite meme 
by far that's come out of Force Awakens is there was a hand. Okay, come on. Did you bring the hand to like because <laughs> it's got those puppy dog eyes like like Where's my hand. <laughs> there was a hand. Right. That is oh. my favorite. Yeah, so Hamill did a great job. He was fun. Um, I don't know, but for some reason, I, I seem to remember hearing years ago that he was not that fun at panels, or he really wanted to distance himself. I don't know if that was true or not, because he comes out and says, he's like, I'm a, I'm a Star Wars fan. I you know enjoy watching him. He also thought he was going to be Harrison Ford. He thought he was going to be Han Solo. Because, well, because he thought Harrison Ford was gonna, well, he was the bigger actor at the time. Yeah. And he figured that Harrison Ford would be the um, the lead, mm-hmm. and he'd be the sidekick or something. So then he was surprised to find out that he wasn't. He actually wanted to be Han Solo because he goes, "I never got to be. I was never the cool kid in school." Yeah. So, <laughs> and uh, yeah, so he he gave some little information. He goes, "You know, I can't talk about Episode Eight, but I can talk about One through Seven. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> so he was he was fun. He was good. Yeah, I never heard anything bad about Hamill. I mean, he. He does a lot of the cons. I mean, going way back, probably to Celebration Five. I think the only person I ever heard of that really was not happy about being a part of the Star Wars family was uh, Wedge Antilly. Not Wedge. Um, oh, no. yeah. The actor who played, yeah, oh. Ewan McGregor's uh, Dennis, uncle. Dennis Law. And he played Wedge, right? You're right. You're correct. I, I think he was the only reason, one that ever. I was. I thought you were talking about Biggs, which is. Um, no, no, no. But I, I think I, I think Dennis okay. Lawson was the one of the only ones that was Here, never. Here's the thing with him: he thought he was gonna have a bigger role. I believe he actually had a lot of camera time, and then he got cut out a lot. And I think after that, I mean, look at it for someone excited to be on a show, and then you find out that you're, you're through editing. You think he got cut more, and that you had more uh, camera time, and you know you had more you know parts. And then it was gone. Yeah, but I guess part of it, but but also being an actor, you should know that could happen. You know, I mean, and I I guess the thing is, he became legendary anyway. But from what I understand, he didn't like people bringing up that he was in it. He didn't like that he was typecast. He said he couldn't find work anymore, stuff like that. So that's why he told you and McGregor, you don't want to do this. But McGregor seemed to not have that problem. Maybe McGregor was just a better actor than his uncle. I don't know. I think you know. I mean, there's so many factors that it could be. Here, you know, you I don't really movies know. Movies nowadays are a lot different than they were back in the '80s. Look at Mark Hamill after he was looks like Skywalker. I believe he did some kind of World War II type movie, and people would sit there and saw him on the screen and go, "That's that's the Skywalker." He also pull, did Corvette. Out, he also did Corvette Summer. Pull out your lightsaber. I mean, you, you're, he was typecast as Luke Skywalker no matter what movie he did yeah but because because I, Lawson I didn't Dennis, have bigger roles okay. but maybe but because different UK. Well, I was going to say because with Dennis he didn't, ha- he didn't have the screen time like you're talking about I find it hard to believe that he would have that problem right and I don't think he has a hatred to this day because I don't does, think Harrison Ford he does has, had he still he'll sign for fans through the mail I do know that so well I think that's more recent he started doing it though but maybe if you're talking going back to maybe the 90s. Well, maybe, I'm talking like uh, the mid-90s, the prequel times, yeah. Maybe he hasn't, but I'm, he has come around, let's just say that. Well, that's good. I mean, I'm because sure he, he played an iconic Sometimes character. That, that bitterness can be, but it Yeah, goes. of course. Well, I, I think especially, like, we, a lot of the people we've talked to, you know, they just recently started doing the con circuits the past couple of years, and they were like, I didn't realize there was a following for my character. I was like a nobody. Well, here Wedge Antilles is, who... For the little screen time he may have had, he had more screen time than Boba Fett. 
He did. Mm-hmm. And look at Boba Fett. Right. Look what that became. It was all about the costume. Three lines. <laughs> Three lines that. and like 18 minutes screen time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that character became, and he, and he got eaten. In fact, he didn't even get hurt. He didn't even get like shot. He he was accidentally hit and knocked over. Define he got eaten because that's still up for debate. He was I, swallowed by the Sarlacc Disney, pit. I knew, Disney confirmed he lives. I knew that. Well, was Lucas coming. confirmed it. My my point is, well, Did you when you when you when you have the, when you have a ahead, when you have a creature that takes a thousand years to, di- to digest something, right. you can probably if you're somebody like Fett, you could probably find your way out. Right. The story. He is was he was eat but... he was eaten because. The thing swallowed him. You're still eaten. You he maybe he got regurgitated, right. but he was still eaten initially. But the thing is, he didn't go out in like a gunfight or anything. He was like accidentally hit, which was that which makes it like how did he become such an icon? And it was because of the costume. It was the costume. You're right. Because then when they costume did the costume the jetpack. Because everyone that complains about the prequels or the no not the prequels the re edits of the you need this you didn't need this well there's more Boba Fett. Well yeah you you always can have more Boba Fett. Oh yeah oh that's okay. Right. I, so I find the typecasting for th- that story, be- I think it's more the bitterness of he was supposed to have more screen time. Mm-hmm. And I think over time that goes away. And I think at some point when he realized, wow, there's a huge following for my character and these people really love what I did, that maybe gives it like affirmation that, you know what, I might not have had the screen time, but I made a difference to these people. Right. right? I mean, what? who, uh, I always forget his name, that one Boba Fett, the older, not yeah, the older one. Uh there's a bunch of them. But no, no, not not. He was the f- the oldest guy we talked to. Um, I wish I remembered all the names. There was no. John Mortensen, and then there was uh, Jeremy uh, Bullock. We no, no, we didn't talk to Bullock. Alan Harris. But Alan Harris. That's who. Technically, it wasn't Boba Fett. He just was in the prototype costume. Okay, but he. We, you're right. You're right. But he did it. He did. Bosque. But he, okay, Bosk. When we talked to him, I mean, remember he said he didn't know about this con circuit for a while or Pam Rose even said she found out from somebody else hey right. you can go out and these people love us you know you can meet all these people and they'll ask you all and your all sure stories like I was just in a cantina and I was on I was on screen for two seconds maybe less but who would know but we all knew who she was when we saw when we found out who she played mm-hmm. every one of all three of us knew Kathy Monroe, who played Zuckus, she was actually at the Indiana Con we were at. We didn't get the chance to interview her because yeah, she was, she was, she was, she was busy, yeah. ready to leave. Um, same thing. There were people trying to track her down because they want to know who was that final bounty hunter that yeah. was in that Empire Strikes Back scene in the, in the Imperial uh, uh, Star Destroyer, and no one knew. And then recently she surfaced, and she went to a con in, in Japan, of all places, <laughs> and people were crying. They're like, I, I can finally finish my picture that I have everyone all the boundaries yeah. signed mm-hmm. we no one knew who the person that person was and now it's you it's finally you and there you have it they were there was a he was hilarious in that panel yeah that we watched they had um Jeremy Bullock and uh Daniel Logan together too at uh at celebration this year yeah they, they do yeah. a lot of cons together so I'm, I'm, I'm hoping to see Daniel Logan in some capacity in like um in uh rebels at least if nothing else he might be part well. Of he was in Clone Wars. He might. Mm-hmm. Mandalorian coming back. He might be part. So of it'd be it'd be nice to see him again. I think yeah. he's a he was he was a pretty cool guy. I like I like him. I still hope they will cast him when they finally. We'll, we'll be talking about this hopefully. We, I know we've been talking a lot now. We have more time. We have a lot to cut out. So let's go, let's need, get to it. We need to talk about the uh, solo movie. What I'm getting at that hopefully Daniel Logan will be as cast as Boba Fett in the solo. It movie. depends when that movie takes place. Because right. I don't think True. that movie's going to take place during any of the 
current it's going to have to movies. show during the smuggler era though. Right, because the right now the comic book for uh for Solo right now the comic book for Solo takes place between I think a New Hope and Empire. Okay. That don't mean anything though. So, yeah, but the way Disney's doing it, I don't think they would put a movie at the same time. Because they're already doing the because the comics count as canon and it all flows together, mm-hmm. so I don't think there'd be they would do it that way. But I think that they're going to do the smuggler era him. So I don't know how much Fett would be in it, because Fett was brought in by both by the Huts. To, you know, I, well he worked for the Huts in the smuggler era, so he might. Yeah. I mean, Fett may have well, been there. When, when, he it, made his I don't rounds. see it battle. I don't see it being Boba versus Han Solo. No, no, not at all. I can see them crossing paths. Yeah, because so Solo in the expanded universe was supposed to run, do a spice run through the Kessel Run for uh, for Jabba. Which he dropped his cargo. He drops it, though, because he chooses to save orphans. Oh, okay. He ch- in the book that picks up oh, that okay. part, that the book series of him ended right before A New Hope. Okay. He, um, he dumps the spice... And he smuggles. Uh, he does get. He does get boarded. But I believe he dumped the spice, so he was able to fit some kids in to rescue them from the spice mines or something. I don't remember the exact story. It was twenty years ago when I read it. So he does something somewhat noble for it. But then, of course, you know, he's like, "Well, I got boarded, whatever." And you know, then we know. But he had meetings with Jabba Hutt before. He worked with Jabba many times. And if Jabba had Boba Fett on retainer, sure. I mean, you could see him. Okay. What do you think of the guy to cast for uh, Han? That's who I'm showing Samantha right Because now. a lot of people said, oh, they they, 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 were, they wanted I, to cast the guy that plays Daredevil. And I said, I don't see him as Han Solo. No, no. But see, some people, are, some people are so enamored with that show that that actor could do no wrong. It's like when people are like, uh, what's his name from Guardians of the Galaxy? Uh, yeah, I know Chris Pratt. Chris Pratt. Yeah. Oh, Chris Pratt could play anything. You know what? Oh, Chris, yeah. pa- Chris Pratt probably could have played a young Han Solo. He could have probably played an Indiana Jones. But you know what? We've seen him in enough stuff now that he's 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 Star Lord. He's too buff. Yeah. Well, yeah, I but you could easily you could easily little... work you could easily work on that. I don't. Well, yeah. I don't... <laughs> I mean, but that's that's his. But his, he's got that personality and the charisma that follows how Han Solo is. I watched Daredevil. It's same thing with John Hamm. Everybody wanted John Hamm to be every character known to mankind. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Somebody had mentioned about he would have been a, a good Batman. I'm like, you know, John Hamm might have been all right in that. Yeah. But a lot of people when they heard that. The actor from Daredevil, I don't know his name, who does a great job as Daredevil. I don't like the Daredevil character. I think he does a fine job. I think the show is good. It's just we not my character I like, and that's sorry. We you started know. watching The Flash. We're on that one. I hear that's excellent, and it follows the new Fifty Two comic series. Line. It does. It does, but it's a little cheesy. It gets better season two and three. That's Welcome what I've heard, and I'm praying. Well, I mean, you're also talking about a show that's on the CW and filmed like for yeah, cheap. So it's a little corny. But it's got it's got the right writer doing it because it's got the, it's the same writer from the comic series. Yes. So that's I a plus. Know that. Uh, if you want something adorable, Supergirl's supposed to be adorable. I don't want something adorable. I want something badass. Well, then the wait for the Punisher show, or Jessica Jones. She's kind of a, her and Luke Cage are kind of it. So Hansel, I think the. Do you know I, this actor? Have you seen him before in, in other work? I don't think so. I'm going off first looks, and just by his appearance alone, I have not seen his acting. I haven't seen him speak a word. He does not look like Solo whatsoever. I didn't. So I did not. I did not see that picture. He's I saw done. a different picture where he kind of looked like he'd be all I right. The name looked a little familiar, so I just went to the Wikipedia. The guy's name is Alden. I'm going to butcher his last name, but I'm saying it anyway. It's Enrich. 
Aaron uh, Aaron Reich, I think. Aaron Reich, you can see um, I butchered that one. But but yeah, he was recently casted as the new uh, young Han Solo for the, the Solo anthology, mm-hmm. and uh, I don't. He did some did independent films, some Coppola independent films. Okay. So. So he's got credentials at least. Yeah. No, he's yeah he's been, he's an actor. Well, I'm sure he was. <laughs> no, I mean he's been in movies. He's been in movies. I don't think he was Boy. But so. no, so but I mean he's been in. He has been in other right. movies with you know. That's yeah. why I asked if he had. He's not a hack. He's yeah. So, but there was a guy that's been floating on the internet for years that should have played. Which his last name was Ingruber. That's the guy that. Hans Gruber. No, Ingruber. Not, not, not your, not your, MacGyver spinoff movie. But there. apparently, this guy was in the Hail Caesar movie that you don't want to see so badly. Okay. So maybe now that will convince you to watch it, so that we can. Okay, now the get picture you the him. picture you looked at, obviously, yeah, no. I gotta put. The I, I see him more this way. Okay. He, I see, I see him possibly being that 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 picture no. closer. Well, he's more suave in that than the picture you had. He's not wearing a cowboy hat. Right. He's, uh, I. I don't know. Looks what? But I think you know my what? Picture's better. But you know what? There are actors that I've looked at and been like, no, that's not the right guy. And then you see the movie and you're like, oh, you know what? He did all right. We have to see how he is when you start seeing shots from the film mm-hmm. where he's in it because, you know, you really don't know. But right now, not too happy. I wouldn't be too worried about it. I think, you know, we'll see how, like I said, we'll see how he looks in the, obviously he read the part and to where they wanted it. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's a big part but, of it. And there's, the, there, the word is that he got his role in... Coppola's film by reading an excerpt from The Catcher in the Rye. That means nothing to me. I know. Me either. You guys are. I've read it. I didn't. I'm just saying it doesn't mean anything to me. <laughs> You've read it. Did you? Well, like when I was like in eighth grade. Yes, I did that. Okay. So if he's able to make that interesting enough to be cast. Oh, I see where you're going with that. Okay. I thought you were like, it's like, because everyone that tells me all the great literature, literary works in America, and you read them and they're all like depressing as shit. Well, America's history is kind of depressing as shit. Like, let's let's be realistic. Our most famous painting is of two old people with a pitchfork. But, American Gothic. Yeah. Yeah. That's sad. Yeah. It's a great painting, but Edgar, it's sad. Edgar Allan Poe. That's some pretty dark stuff. Poe wasn't American, was he? Wasn't, I thought, he, I thought was he was British. English. He was British. Yeah. Speaking of British, you know who would have been a good actor for that character? The kid that played in The Kingsman. Good lord, no. Really you don't think he could have pulled off Han Solo? Weird. Come on. Oh. I think so. He was blonde. I mean, okay. despite the hair, beside the, the hair yeah, color. So you changed the hair color, but he's got the no, right like attitude and personality no, for the role. Yeah, At any rate, if you can make we're going downhill now. If you this. can make a sleeper well, that's, that was great. interesting to a legendary independent filmmaker, no, I, yeah, I, I think he's got some credit there. Well, I did you're say you're gonna have yeah. to okay. wait and hold see. your judgment right. for. At Another, least some some trailers. Next year. <laughs> I guess really that's all we can really do is wait for a trailer of it. I mean, because we're not going to know how he looks or feels in the role Which until you see they him. They haven't even started yet. I think they're no. No. still writing. So, well, well, we can go back to Rogue One because we know that one's ready to go. Rogue One do, looks fantastic. You do know, fun fact, but really not fun, that John Williams is not scoring this one. Well, he's like ninety. He probably deserves some time off. He's, he's still. He's still. Uh, Look at the time frame. I mean, they, they got... Well, how old they have, is he? They have schedules. He's got to be at least in his 80s. Yeah, so I but think he's... he's I think he's still he's still doing... He's doing conducting. Maybe it's just... Maybe it's I just hope, getting to be... Maybe it's just getting to be too tiring for him. I need to... He's supposed to come to Chicago next uh, June. I need Well, I need no, I'm to, saying maybe it's just be becoming to be... Maybe his schedule's just becoming too much to be able to score another film. 
Right. So that's why he has he has help. But uh, yeah, well, I that's, know I know he had help in the Force in the Force Awakens, everything. but I don't believe he had help early on when he was younger, when he was before he was like the premier you know movie score guy. Definitely shows that it was exclusively composed by him. I don't have a problem with him not scoring Rogue One. I really don't. Because that movie also doesn't look and feel like a typical Star Wars movie. Right. Which, with that being said, there's talks that there's most likely not going to be a Star Wars crawl because they're not going to have the intro song to it. A Star Wars crawl? Oh, I don't know. I don't know how they're doing. I really don't know if they'll keep that or not. I mean, I hope they do because when Bond stopped doing the uh, Bond music in it, it pissed me off. Because, you know, come on, you want to hear that da-da-da-da. You want to hear that Imperials, uh, you know, that you, Rebel Alliance. You didn't and, like Skyfall's intro? Because that put me to sleep. I did not like Skyfall's <laughs> intro. I, as much as I did think Casino Royale was a good flick, I didn't think it was a Bond movie. Yeah. I think it was a Jason Bourne movie. I think the last four Bond, the last three Bond movies, rather, I didn't see the last one yet. Now, are we going to do the same thing with Rogue One? Say this was not a Star Wars movie. This was a live-action movie with Star Wars characters. Well, it flat-out says it's a Star Wars story. Yeah. It doesn't say Star Wars, you know. And Dylan? I'm okay with that, though, if it fl- because there had to be another... Star Wars has got great space battles in it, but there's never really much ground fighting in Star Wars. This and movie looks like it's going to change that. Yes. And this movie also looks like it's going to be a lot more covert stuff. It's than we're used to seeing. Like, there nice. were always covert missions in Star Wars, but you didn't see it. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. just knew it happened. It's good, nice to see a different perspective of what yeah. else was going on when this stuff was going There's on. There's samurais <laughs> fighting stormtroopers. <laughs> Enough said, right? Enough said. And there are two actors I've seen in other movies that are phenomenal at what they do, so it's going to be... Who's the second one? What second one? There's two actors. So the well, there's two samurai actors. There's two Asian oh. actors that are cast. I, you and I can't think of their names right okay. now, but they I've seen them in other movies and they're okay. they're fantastic. Okay. I wasn't sure. These but are, the Han these Solo are cast brought up out of nowhere, which is awesome. Basically, yeah. No, but the, I believe I've seen them in uh, other movies. But the um, the Han Solo casting, I looked at him initially like you did, and I'm not sold. I think the picture I looked at where he's in the suit looks more convincing. Mm-hmm. But until we see how they change his hairstyle, until we see him in the how they dress him, and until we really see if he has that swagger that Harrison Ford had, because that's what made Han Solo. I mean, there were better looking actors out there at the time, but the way he carried himself. When he did a casting call, he had to he had to do the lines. I mean, yeah. So, I guess. But I guess I guess Disney knows what they're doing. Somebody saw something in him. But I guess the I guess the Daredevil actor, midway through reading, they asked him why he wasn't looking at them. Oh, it's because for the last two years he's played a blind character, and he does he'll he just kind of stares, you know, because he's when you're you know blind people don't yes. connect. Yes, yes. So he wasn't connecting with them, and he thinks that that's why he didn't get the role. I just think he wasn't the right guy for it. While he might be great as Daredevil, I don't think that means he could be anything. I can see anything. similarities, but I thought he'd be too short. I also said, you know, how long before are they doing this? Because they're talking about the young Han Solo, but. The actor from Daredevil was like 38. Yes. And in A New Hope, Han Solo was like 38, 40. I mean, he wasn't that old yet. Maybe 35 even, right? I mean, character-wise. But there's... Character-wise, we can get. Yeah. So casting a guy that's like already older than what the character was in the first movie, it's kind of like... that's very typical in general. There's... In casting. So but you, but there are there are actors that are older that look younger. I mean, yeah, so I don't, but, that's not an issue. And the shortness can also be cured with a little lift in the boots. Of course. Yeah, right. it, depend, it depends Those, how short. You can hide well, yeah. I mean, they make Stallone look six foot six, and he's only like 5'8". And then there's Tom Cruise, right? Right. But I mean, it could be... It, 
But I mean, I guess there, I guess there are worse actors they could have cast for the the role. I mean, realistically, mm-hmm. they could have used somebody that's just hot at the moment. At least it's not um all right, all right. All Matthew McConaughey. I it's all left, all left. What, what, what you got against him? I like McConaughey. I don't think he'd be Han Solo. No, you're right. I think he, if he was, if, why if McC- can't we add it? Why can't we McCona- add a taste of if, the South to the smuggling? If McCon- no, not at all. I think yeah. McConaughey's a cool guy. I, I like a lot of his movies. I just think that if he was any more laid back, he'd be asleep. Buy his Lincoln commercials. Seriously. <laughs> I like his Lincoln commercials because he's Matthew McConaughey. Oh, okay. Because I look at Matthew McConaughey and I'm like, cool that's Matthew guy. McConaughey. I don't care what role he plays. It's Matthew McConaughey. He's a cool guy. <laughs> I could see like hanging out with him being just awesome. I could see him, you, you, you go into a bar with him and they're like, yeah, it's an hour long wait. And he's like, come on, man. You know who I am. All right, go on in. All right, all right. You just walk in. Like, I could just see like. He just like I walks could... past the bar, shouts out his order with like the finger gun. I don't think he even does. I think he just looks at the guy. He's like, finger gun, points, bartender nods, comes right over. I think he's that cool. I don't think he even needs to shout out his order. But he just wants to go sit down. So he's just like, hey, this. And then it just appears. It just appears. It beams in like Star Trek style. <laughs> he points at the table and it appears. No, I think hey. McConaughey is probably... I, I think if you looked at all the actors in Hollywood and, and said who I think it would be really fun to hang out with, I think McCona- McConaughey is that guy. I don't think McCona- McConaughey is like the... I think he's your. He's just gonna hang out at a down to earth place. Yeah. I don't see him being. He's not like boy. a Johnny Depp or something. Yeah, Iron Giant Depp is, is phenomenal. He's great. No, I don't know, but I, I can't see old dive bars he used to hang out at, just buying rounds all night for everyone. With a baseball cap on. Yep, <laughs> ripped jeans, and link, not ripped designer with, jeans. With his Lincoln like, T-shirt and Levi's. And his Lincoln car outside. Yeah, ripped <laughs> Levi's or Wranglers, something like that. You know. We are way off target now. <laughs> I guess really he might have been able to pull off on <laughs> But, I mean, there are worse actors that could have been cast, and there are probably some better ones. But, I mean, ultimately we'll have to wait and see. You know, some people have said, is there a need for a Han Solo movie? I'm like, yeah. People, the fans, a lot of fans have been wanting that for a long time. Yes. It, we don't know his backstory. We his don't know ba- Chewie's backstory. We don't know how they met. Han Solo is a character. I'm sure he's based off somebody older in o- other literature or movies that I don't know but Han Solo I, is I the basic I told you I told you <coughs> the last podcast Han Solo is based off of George Lucas we have to go back since you guys said Chewie we have to go back and I zoomed in on that t-shirt mm. and it's actually Maz Maz plus Chewie equals love oh. and that's adorable too because oh, remember she's like I like that Wookiee mm-hmm. oh yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, no but I, I think um, damn we're talking Solo why do we need a Solo movie Oh, because, I mean, you look at, like, characters like uh, Malcolm Reynolds from Firefly or, you know, any other number of characters that are, like, your smuggling space cowboy, and it's basically based off Han Solo now. I mean, people grew up watching Star Wars and seeing Han Solo and going, wow, like, you know, and there's plenty of characters out there that have been based off him since. So knowing his backstory of how he became that, Mm -hmm. I think a lot of people would be interested in. Maybe they'll revive Firefly then. Never will happen. (laughs) I know. It's sad. It had I so was, much potential. I only saw one episode. I wasn't impressed. Yeah, that, you're I'm like that, it. though. I'm careful for it. You're like that, though. I'm not into the big steampunk kind of stuff. You know? It wasn't really steampunk. There was no was, steampunk. I thought it was like that. Not at all. Did you watch the right show? I'm pretty sure I did. <laughs> there was no steampunk. I thought they had, like, they were looking like, maybe it was... Maybe oh, they looked like cowboys because it was like an old West style, but, like, because like, they're on the gear, fringe of the universe. They had, like, gears and weird contraptions and stuff like that, which would, no. would, 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 would go on that... That timeline or whatever they're trying to portray. 
No, it was just futuristic uh, our time. Futuristic Western? Well, because when you think about what the like outer rim planets would be, okay, they'd be lawless. See and why I have it similarities? I'll go with the style. I don't know about the era, just the style itself. Well, no, I mean they had like leather jackets and stuff. I well, that's what everybody wears now. Still, what do you expect? Everyone to have stormtrooper uniforms Steve and Punk like is like antique gadgetry that powered by steam. Yeah, I yes, think you have hence the, wrong... the name, but I thought that's Firefly. that is Firefly. not in Firefly but at all. I think you have the wrong idea. Yeah. Just you think I think you're thinking more the color palette of if anything and the old west time period yeah. if anything else. Steve Punk yeah, but there was no as far as I remember there's no steampunk in Firefly. I think that we're going to have to have a binge watch episode. It's not like it's long. There's only 10 episodes that never made any more and then a movie. I thought I, list, I thought I made a season of it. There was 13? That was 10? It. Yeah. One season. Just one season. Yeah. Way to go Fox. So well, that one guy from Firefly is in Rogue One. With, uh, Alan. Alan Tudyk. Tudyk, yeah. He's in everything. He was. <laughs> he was. He was in. Um. He was in. What He's did we watch last? Whore. What did we watch? In la- we watched last night. He was in. Um. Not the Secret Life of Pets. Yeah, Zootopia. He's in that. He's in that. He plays the weasel. Yeah. And in, it, so he's Duke Weaselton in the movie. In Frozen, he plays the Duke of oh. Weaselton or something like that. Duke Weaselton. of Weaselton. He's oh, just really? yeah. yeah. He's everywhere. Huh? <laughs> he is. He's in. He's in everything. <laughs> But back to uh, Star Wars. So, yeah, Rogue One's coming out. That looks good. I have no issues with that. Uh, Anything else that you... We can touch base a little more about Celebration when I was going off and saying how I was disappointed with the uh, convention itself. But it seemed like they kind of redeemed themselves with the panels because at first it looked like... (laughs) It was awesome, right? At first like they weren't going anywhere with it and just kind of like they just threw it together for the fans over there and just kind of like, yeah, this is what we got for you. Yeah, it, it, it seemed like it was announced. It seemed like it was announced like, at a weird time and stuff. So, well, and let's be honest. People come to our country to have those like tourist experiences. People go to Europe to have historical experiences. True. So, yeah. there is probably some some reasoning behind why it's bigger and better and you know more fantastical here and Disney. True, well, I think Disney is the big right there. I was worried because the last one was at Disneyland. Because if you remember that broad who's in the stupid, stupid viral videos where her boyfriend's questioning her, with and the pizza. Um, <laughs> with the pizza. But but when she talks about why she voted out, and then she's worried about being stuck there because the better Disney is in Paris. And he's like, "But we have Disney here." And she's like, "No, but I can't just go to Paris and go because she's, she's that she's that dumb." She's so yeah. it's just maybe not as magical as we are here. Hmm, I don't know. But it turned out all right, though. It did. I also think they have a different standard of, like, what that kind of stuff is. Yeah, that could be Like, when I went to the Doctor Who, I went to the Doctor Who thing at Earl's Court, and it was um, a Doctor Who experience thing. And it was cool. And it was a ton of Doctor Who stuff. But you just walked through. It wasn't like what you have here. It's just a different standard and different way of doing things. And so, you know, you also need to... Con a different experience. Yeah. You also... And cons have been more popular here over the years, and they're finally catching on there. Like, there have not... Like, where you have cons constantly here, it wasn't like that there for a long time. You had a few, but not, you know... So that's probably all part of it. And quite honestly, you went to... You went to one... Wasn't the celebration you went to at Disneyland? Was it in Disneyland? It was near Disneyland, right? And Disney ran it. 
Well, that was okay. Well, that's Disney didn't run them ten years ago. I mean, it was in Anaheim. Anaheim yeah. basically run by Disney. So. Well, so yeah. was Orlando. Exactly. That's kind of what I'm saying too. Is they're gonna put that's their home turf. Right. They're gonna put a lot more into it. They're they're the Euro Disney is in France, not England. I don't know where they had the one in England. It wasn't that like a Disney property. I don't think. Might be the Excel Center. Yeah. So I mean, it's a different. That's a whole different venue and a whole different experience of what you could do and can't do. I'm but it, but you said it this strictly Star Wars. But you did say they turned it around and they had some good panels but, and stuff, and that's yes. what the people yeah. want to see. Right. But it looked like it wasn't going in that direction at first. But yeah, it's it seems like everyone's happy. I haven't heard any disappointments or anyone complaining. Um, there's some gripes here and there, but otherwise, I'm pissed at my buddy Dave for not going. Who? From uh, the other podcast group. Oh, okay. I'm like, you guys live there. Oh, no. I want to know what happens, and I don't think anyone went. No. <laughs> I don't think it's he's, sold out. He, he, it's so. funny because he uh, he likes all that stuff and he likes Star Star Wars and stuff, but he um, he identifies with the movie Clerks because he's a star clerk oh. at like a convenience store. Oh, yeah. oh my, <laughs> that's funny. But um, no, I think uh, like you said, I think it ended up being all right. I think people enjoyed it. So Johnny, Ooh. are you going to Orlando this this next, next year? year? I don't know because we just spent a whole ton of money to go over to Orlando this year to the same spot. You picked the wrong year to do it. I did, but had but I had not I did not know about celebration in Orlando until after we booked our trip. When are you going this year? October, end of October. Why so? Halloween. Halloween at Disney World oh, is amazing. That's yeah, because there's a big Halloween party okay. that you have to pay extra for, but still. Well, yeah, but it's really fun. It'll be fun. I would if I could find a way to go to Orlando next year for it, I'll go. There was talks of a Star Wars cafe. I'm not sure. I think there. I think that's going to be open by the time I go. Okay. They. So have that. They because they were they had a, when they had the weekend. Mm-hmm. They were testing out menu items and things that would be popular. Okay. So. But that might be over in like where Launch Bay is at, which is in. Uh, Universal. Universal. No, not Universal. Universal? Hollywood Studios. Oh, Hollywood. Yeah, I was no, saying. No, 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 Hollywood Studios, right? <laughs> no, I know that's where we're, we. I like Hollywood Studios. You going there? Okay. Yeah, yeah, I like Hollywood Studios. I like well, Epcot. Sure Those are. I like Animal Kingdom. That, so you're going to be stuck in Magic Kingdom right now. But when they had the weekend Star Wars event, they had they they were working on the menu for that by trying right. all that on people because they had a lot. Of, they had researchers like panelists like like we answered at Great America and the guy asked us all the questions, but they they already did kind of their research about what worked and what didn't and what tasted good. And we even get a date night. It's a wrap. It's a trap. It's a wrap. Ooh. Anyways, so thanks for joining us. This has been episode something of Jedi Fun Time. And uh, <laughs> we'll talk to you later. Right. Bye. Bye. Bye.